1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. You are now listening to The Professional Professional? Professional.
0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the P X G Podcast. It's your girl Ebene and I'm super excited about this week's episode. Uh, before we begin, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at The Professional Hunger, at the PHG Podcast and last but not least at Ebene Beauty. Please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous, so let's begin this week's show. How are you feeling today? I'm fine. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little tired, but... This is gonna be a really good episode, um. So I'm gonna give them a little back end of how this episode started or how it even came into fruition. So me and my guest we've been friends for we share our best friend, so we've been friends for like over I guess seven years. Yep. And we was at somebody's house. What was it a holiday? Or was it a regular weekend? Regular weekend. No, cause we were bar- barbecuing. We don't barbecue for nothing. Well, at this point don't 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 put your sexy voice on speak nah, up i feel like at this point we kind of do barbecue for any kids for summertime but well, yeah, i true. didn't know what
2: the reason was
0: really cool. so we was at this girl house right and it was a four dark-skinned girls me and my guests our best friend that we share and the girl house who was over um it was a puerto rican girl over there and it was our best friend's boyfriend that was there and we were talking about music because a lot of people in the room was in the music are in the music industry and my guest and <laughs> a puerto rican girl was going back and forth about colorism in the music industry and as we was listening or as i was listening to them i'm like yo like this is a really like conversation that i want to have with my listeners because i feel like a lot of people who are not dark skinned don't think that colorism exists so i'm super excited about this week's episode um what does colorism mean to you um, what does colorism mean for me basically colorism
2: is when we're all of the same group same race we're black mm-hmm. and we're showing favoritism or dislike towards a certain group of people well I don't like light skinned people and I don't like dark skin people right. that to me is colorism but to touch on the topic
0: of colorism I wanted to say like I think a lot of light skinned people and you know what not to cut you off and we're not speaking for every dark skinned woman right. out there this, just is is, this is just our experiences but I just feel like from having conversations with my guests and other women that look like me or share the same complexion as me if not darker we all kind of share the same views of how we feel about this topic Yes, but go ahead Um, as I was saying I think that
2: for a lot of lighter shade people, they just have what you call a cognitive dissonance when it comes to mm-hmm. colorism and the Black people side. Like instead of saying like, oh well, they just don't care, I think that it's just a cognitive dissonance, meaning that they do know that there is something wrong, but there is nothing that you could really do about it because there's nothing that has been done about it for a right. long time. So they just kind of just pass it over, you know? like right. Just throw it It over. doesn't really affect them. Right. Right. And it's not something that directly affects anything that has to do with them. So it's like, okay, it's easy to throw the blanket over it. Right. But, um... Furthermore, I feel like colorism in, in our community is more so with light-skinned and dark-skinned people. Right. And more so with girls. Because with guys, I don't think that it's as strong or as deep. I think it's stronger with women.
0: Yeah. I mean, because I think guys, like, make jokes and stuff. But I don't think yeah. it's as deep as it is for, like, us women. Because I feel like, especially with society, they pit us against each other. So, oh. Even with the way guys judge us. Exactly. Which we're going to talk about later on. Um so one of the experience that I experienced growing up and I share with my guests when I was growing up, I'm from Tennessee. So, one of the things they used to always say is, Oh, you're pretty for a dark dark skinned girl. And I used to be like, What the fuck does that mean? Because that's not a compliment to me. It's more of an insult. And I remember when I was in college, and this guy that I was real cool with, he was from Chicago and he was very light skinned. And he was like, Yo, I'm not going to lie. E, you're mad pretty for a dark skinned girl. And I blacked out on him. And I'm like, Yo, like, what does that mean? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, I just feel like that's what we always say to dark skinned girls that's pretty. But I was like, Why? I was like, Do you think that makes somebody feel good? Like, that doesn't do anything for me so after educating him on how it makes me feel he was like yo I would never say anything like that to another dark-skinned woman because I didn't know that it really was it came off in a negative way so I was talking to you and you were saying how things were for you when you were growing up
2: yeah so share
0: some of your experiences when
2: I was growing up um I got I have like two spectrums on it like it's I mean it's a wide spectrum for me because I've had people say like oh you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl and I've had people attack me for being dark-skinned I've been called dark butt I've been called a darky I've been like people have just antagonized me a lot because of my shade of skin and also because I'm confident with my shade of skin. So it's also been like, okay, now you're a target because you're being confident and you have that color. Right. So it's also being passionate. Right. Being (laughs) passionate. I have had so as I told you, so many different experiences where I wish I could just like record and show people Mm -hmm. like even something as small as like minuscule, like arguments with people. Right. And how someone would target me in an argument as to how they would target my light skin friend. Right. It just comes off very very different
0: well i know one thing you told me and i was like wait really but so the person the house was over she was on this show and she was in a group and we was all talking about colorism whatever and i literally had a flashback because i used to watch her on this show and she was in a group and she's the darker one and her and her um her counterpart was lighter and they made a comment like, Oh, you're talking about the Wesley Snipes one and I was just like, Wow, like and it came from a black man. Yeah. And I was just like, Wow, like That's and I remember you life. yeah, and I remember you was telling me like, Oh, they never called y'all men names or like references and the stuff and I was like, Nah. But I do remember the paper bag when they used to put us our skin against the paper bag and be like, Oh, you're um, this is how you know you're dark skin if you're darker than the brown bag But I thought it was just interesting how like black men would call black women Wesley Snipes or like men references.
2: Like yeah, so up here in New well, growing up in New York, even now when you argue with dudes, if you're passionate or just if you're dark skinned, the first thing that they're relating to you to is a man. Just like with Remy Ma. When people talk about Remy Ma and stuff, they'll be like, Oh, she's manly. And right. if they were speaking about and I did this with my homeboy. He described Remy Ma, he described Cardi B and he said Remy Ma was a gang ringer. And I said, Why? Really? I, that's what I asked him. I said, what about her gave you game banger? And what? how come you didn't call Cardi B a game banger? She walks around with her blood flag at all times. Right. She actually, like... Not to say that she is, but she gives off that representation more than Remy Ma would. But it's just easier... To reference the dark skinned female as the one to be more aggressive or more manly, people have done it to me all
0: the time. like was there ever a situation where it was like it it like kind of hurt your feelings?
2: oh yeah, it had my feelings many a times, but then it came, its it's kind of like it hurt your feelings, but like what could you do? You gotta just eat that it hurt my feelings, but it also made me feel like, okay, well, now I I have something to come back with like it just made you stronger for the next time you have an argument with somebody, right, or the next time you see it for me now. Before, I used to try to argue people about it. Like, when guys be like, oh, I
0: don't like dark-skinned girls. I used to try to argue about it. Now, it's just like, oh, well, somebody probably heard him. Mm. Yo, you made a comment. I was trying to think about it all day when we when we was at uh, the homegirl's house. And you was like, because the Puerto Rican girl was like, oh, it's a preference. And you was like, no, it's no, not a preference. Yeah. It's not a
2: preference. And a lot of people like to say that, but... When you're coming in between shades and skin tones, that is not a preference. A preference is when you say you like an orange and an apple. That's not the same as, and we could Google that, and you could Google the word preference. That's not it. And people don't like to use fit words when it's coming to, (laughs) like, you know? I don't want to say, I don't want to talk about people, but, you know?
0: So, let's clear up some stereotypes. So, besides being aggressive, what else do you feel like you have to clear up for being as being a dark-skinned woman? Or woman. I
2: keep saying woman. Or woman. Being angry, always being mad, or you're mad for nothing, or you got an attitude. hmm It's so many things. And then it's like, oh, well, no, not all dark-skinned women act like this. Not all of any woman act like anything. Right. Honestly. So, it's just kind of asinine for people to say things like that. But, um... Yeah, for me, the biggest um, st- um, stereotype I get is the my tone of voice. Right. When they say that? Every time I speak, it's either I'm angry or I'm mm-hmm. being aggressive. It's either or. And it's also, it's like, no, I'm just passionate. And it's like, when I'm passionate, it's looked at as like a bad thing. As if someone else of a different shade was passionate it'll look like, oh, well, yo, she feel what she's saying. Like, right. you know, people would get their point. But as for me, it's kind of like, hmm, we don't really like the way your point is coming across,
0: so no. Right. So that's a bigger issue. Can you share an experience with us that you had? Oh, I've had many experiences.
2: Even like uh, like what I was saying, like when I have debates with people or even when I talk to like regular people outside and you let's say school, for right. example. If I'm in school, I could I could say something and the way that it comes out, like right. Because you hear my tone of voice now, I could be like, well, no, I don't agree with that. And so, and so, and so. And someone would just be like, okay, well, she's angry. She's mad. But someone of a lighter shade could say it in the same tone. And it's like, you don't, people just don't take it that way. I don't right. know why they don't take it that way. But you could just see because their reaction is totally different. They'll right. be like, oh, okay, that's what you was trying to say. And it's like, what? Right. I just said that. Right. What? What? it was in a different language. It was no nothing. Same energy and everything. Like, it's not even like if someone was talking and like... A more monotone
0: or you know, passive type of tone, right?
2: No, person is just as um, passive, um, as passionate as I am, right?
0: Um, and one thing I noticed is I think it's funny how everyone wants to make their skin look darker. Like, yo, I have a picture to show, let me show you this picture. Like, it's so crazy. And I took this picture for you to see. Hold on, I want y'all to see, hear her, hear her reaction. What do you see in this picture? Okay,
2: yeah. That's right, <laughs> but they definitely do that they tan all day. Tell people what you, you see. <laughs> I see Kim with a almost brown face. It's like a tanish face and a white hand holding the face.
0: It's so crazy, y'all. So I just think it's so crazy because when you go on these, when you go on social media, you see all these like white girls and they come off as black and people think they're exotic. But then, when they wash that shit off their face,
2: because you teach people to love everything but hate their self. and that's right. what has
0: worked on us as
2: a people, as a group of black people, even us as black women, the way we treat each other is like distasteful, and also puts into the air and puts into society to be like, oh, to treat people that way. Like I was passing. How do you think we treat each other? I think that many a times we are our worst, our own worst enemies, our own worst critics. Like I've seen people. I have friends that when we was looking at J. Cole, they're like, oh, J. Cole is dirty and he, because his hair is growing out of his head mm-hmm. in and in, in, like nappy, but that's the way our hair grows. Right. So it's like when you say things like that, when you put things like that out in the air, it's like that, that's a negative connotation. Like I don't even like that for my son. When people go around, my oh, your hair is peasy. No, it's not. Tell him right. his hair is curled tight and hey, comb it out if you need to. Right. It's just the way that you, how we display messages in our community It's so... Like, it's just mean. Like, even when when people be like, Oh, sit your black ass down and do this that already makes you think like, Oh, it's a negative thing on the word black. Like right. you why is there no positive things about it? Well, bring your beautiful black ass here. Why a lot of people ain't saying that. Girl. It's like, come on. And people tell her to their kids, like, you're black ugly ass yeah. with your dark ass. And, no, because he dark skinned. And look how beautiful skin And even if they don't talk about somebody being dark skinned, they'll just uplift a child that's a lighter shade that has. Even you see people in our culture, black girls, do it all the time. Oh, I want to have a baby with this kind of hair. And I yeah. want to have a baby with that kind of hair. Like, that's disgusting to me. Yeah. That's disgusting to me. As a black girl with nappy ass hair, that's disgusting to me. Okay, I want a daughter with hair that look just like mine, so I could teach her how to love her hair the way I should have learned to love mine. Mm-hmm. Like, never. I would. I would never sit around. I would never be around my son. And a lot of that, a lot of my ways changed because I had a son. Like, I was before. I was a girl. Like, oh, I'm gonna have a Chinese baby father when I was young. Right. I used to say stupid stuff like that. But now that I got older
0: and I like, where do you think you got that from?
2: um just being a I around. mean I'm going to say I think almost
0: everybody That's from
2: the hood. Yeah. And it's because people are uplifting another group. You see that people are saying like, yeah, when Spanish girls come through to her, you see how your homeboys act, they've been chilling with you all day. Now he got a dollar for her. Yeah, no dollar for you. He couldn't go to the store. He couldn't do nothing. Now he got a dollar. Oh, okay. (laughs) I see what's going on. It's just certain things like that. And that plays into kids' minds and people don't even realize that that plays onto people. Conversations that you have in your house, bring your little ugly black ass here. that plays on on kids. Now they go into school like but you're black ass an African right. booty scratcher and no my son already knows that's not a joke. That's we, we don't play like that. Right. I'm beautiful and black. Anytime you say something about being black, make sure you mess with beautiful first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so to go back to the beginning of how this even all got started with the conversation that we're having. What are your thoughts on colorism in the entertainment industry?
2: Oh, colorism is uh when it comes to women. Yeah, women. I think that is striking
0: high.
2: Um, As for when it comes to, like, Nicki Minaj and stuff like that, even when it was Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma, I already knew that. Look at society. Society. Honestly, I didn't like that, man.
0: And the reason why I didn't like that, because I just don't like seeing black women arguing. Especially black women of that... Multitude
2: like, And they're in two different calibers If you want to ask me Like for me One is a hardcore rapper One right. is more Not to say that Nicki Minaj is not hardcore Her bars are fire But one is more of a Mainstream rapper One is a hardcore rapper I A think street you should, rapper Yeah battle with Hardcore rappers oh, battle, rapper, yeah. battle rappers Or do that And then you battle With mainstream rappers but for me, it's like
0: you... I didn't like seeing them Terry's on the down.
2: I I, I I, felt like... And with that, you seen how society played so and, high and on they, colorism. Yes.
0: Yeah, it was, was old Remy
2: against- a man. She, she's this, she's that. She's a hood because she's all that. And Nicki Minaj is not be just only because she's light-skinned. But now it hit home when it got mm-hmm. to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. They let you see really how... This is how society plays. Yeah. They let you see. Cardi B has nothing over Nicki Minaj. That alone is colorism. Period. The fact that you even put her, a newcomer, up against this girl who's a legend. That alone is colorism. Right. There's, There's many girl rappers that's out. Many black women girl rappers that's out. Why you ain't put them up against her? Why you ain't give them some shine? Why you ain't give them no time, no play? Right. Because they knew what they was doing.
0: Colorism strikes high. Who do you think is, who is they? I feel like it's you know. And everybody's entitled to their opinion. I but did. I, I didn't even like, I didn't like when Remy and Nikki was going against each other. And I I didn't like when Nikki and Cardi was going against each other. And it was very evident what the, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very evident what, what they were trying to do. It's a certain word I'm right. looking for, but it was just, it was just sad. And you was calling Nicki Minaj aggressive about the fight. Or like,
2: you could just, this is like black, and people, when I say this, people are like, oh, you're going too hard. You could, this is like the same thing that happened back in the days. When you just pull a nigga, oh, Emmett Till did this, or you did that, just because. you. When you feel like, and that's what black people got to understand, they'll let you sit up the top, but when they want to bring you down, they bring you down. They told Nicki Minaj, sit down. Right. Sit down. A new girl come here, you don't listen. Right. We want her to come. She listens. Right. Period. And if you don't want to learn, we're going to teach you. We're going to show you how we're going to make the world go against you. And look, they did all that daily. They got people calling a girl, oh, she aggressive, she tried to fight her. This woman has been in the industry for years and had beef
0: with real people, like little Kim and them. Yeah. Hey, guys. This week's episode is sponsored by my company, Ebony Beauty. Um, Right now, I am selling beautiful mink lashes that you can wear up to 25 times. So far, you can see Ashanti in them. You can see Robin Gibbons in them. and. To purchase your own purse so we can see you in them, visit my website at www.ebonebeauty.com and make sure to use code PHG10 to receive 10% off your first pair. All right, support your girl now, and let's get back to the show. Okay, so what, are your, what were your thoughts on Chris Brown? I didn't like that, but again, I don't listen to Chris Brown music. Yeah,
2: so. I'm not a supporter of Chris Brown, but for me, it was just... It was distasteful, but it just shows you where we at in twenty nineteen. It's not going nowhere. Yeah. It's just and people thought that, oh, putting all dark skin girls in the camera and taking more pictures of us was gonna change it. No, now they like certain type of dark skin girls. Now we got a selection. Now I want dark skin girls with pretty hair, with mm-hmm. some silky straight hair. So it's 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 never gonna be a full open door for us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, listen, shit. Yeah Curse. All Chris did Was bring it This is what people do On the gonna look Kodak Black All of them do this Oh
0: yeah I forgot about his little Yeah ugly ass. Yeah yes. And he, he
2: said Very nasty things About dark women. Yeah I forgot
0: about him It irks
2: me more But you're a
0: black man Right from It a irks me woman. more
2: When you're dark like me Yeah Like are you okay You're darker than me <laughs> This this self hate is sick
0: Yeah It's disgusting And then it I just look at it
2: a... I, I get sad Like before I would get angry But now I'm just like Damn I feel bad for you Right I wish that, like, and just to bring this up, I'm a teacher. So in my summer camp, I had two kids, about nine years old. Mm-hmm. Dark-skinned girl, a light-skinned boy. She was attacking him. She was very mean, very aggressive, like, just the way that she was handling him. And for me, at that moment, I felt like I had a flash of seeing an older light-skinned boy saying, I hate dark-skinned women. And then like it all, like, circled back around for me, like, people have their reasons for certain things. Not to say, well, like, that reason may be right or that may, reason may be okay, but mm-hmm. I understand. Right. And I may not agree, but I understand. Like what? I, like, for him, I would see, like, I if he grew up to be a kid, like, oh, like, he was getting picked on by, basically, a dark-skinned girl. Right. And I, I stopped her. I let her know, like, and I broke down the whole situation and so said, I'm like, you could create this type of image for him and he could just grow up just feeling this way about Yo, girls that you look know, like you.
0: You ever heard the, um, I mean, I don't think it's right for what she said, but with the whole Hazel E situation, she was talking crazy about dark-skinned girls. Yeah. But then she went on Auntie um, Iana's show and she was saying how she was pretty much like molested by yeah. dark-skinned girls. Yeah, that doesn't give you a reason. But that's doesn't give you a reason crazy. Yeah. But I get where you're coming from with that. But
2: yeah, it, yes.
0: yeah things
2: like that is what i'm saying i understand hazel e but i don't agree
0: yeah because right is right and wrong is wrong but i understand
2: where the hate comes from and i understand where the the hate be real though yeah but it's it's, i can understand where it comes from for me i've been picked on by all shades of people and i still don't got those type of words to nobody. i'm not i'm just not gonna go there with you but at a certain point in life i did Right, I won't lie. Act like I never been. Well, and when was that? Give us you tea. know, like when I was, <laughs> like, when I was in high school, I was. I had all kinds of things to say about people. Like, and right. I used to sit down. I, it got so serious. Like, I was so tired of being, like targeted or picked on i sat home and wrote like jokes specifically for light-skinned people and then like i just had it <laughs> i swear to god i want some little kid petty stuff but i had it because i was tired of constantly people every day i come to school people having something to say i went to school in a predominantly spanish area so it was just like they always be like oh you're my favorite black girl and then one day i was just like stop saying that to me like right. that's not cool like i'm not your favorite black girl i'm the only black girl that you chill with right now like right. <laughs> what the hell is going on and and then from there is when I started getting oh you pretty dark skin girl what do you mean
0: yeah our dark
2: skin girls not pretty this is what I ask people immediately Once you say that oh, okay so our dark skin girls not pretty
0: yeah are you not like, used I, I to seeing pretty dark skin yeah
2: what does like, that what does a dark
0: skinned girl supposed to look like right
2: yeah and it's like even now but now people don't do it as much they'll just be like No, people don't do it as much beautiful they right. just they just say beautiful it's there's no dark skin nothing right it's just um people write me like I have. People that I went to school with, they write me like, "Oh, I like how confident you are." I have dark-skinned daughters. I had like two or three people write me, and I was like, "Oh, that was nice." Because I write posts like, "Be confident in yourself." I know being a little brown girl is hard, and it's hard when you have little nappy hair and it can't go into a ponytail, and you can't make braids. <laughs> it's that funny? Swear, but yeah, but you know, her. these is, these are struggles. No, honestly, these are things that we go through. And I feel like when I was little, I was raised in foster care. It was nobody really there around to tell you like. Especially when you're growing up with people who got different hair texture than you. That's serious. Like, how how am I supposed to do my hair? I had to learn. I know how to braid it on that. Why? Because I had to learn to do my own hair.
0: Right.
2: From a very young age. These are different things that you just have to go through. And even if you're around somewhere where someone is not telling you how beautiful you are, look in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful right. you are. Right. Okay? Don't ever forget it.
0: Word. That's it for me. Whatever. <laughs> um... What about the beauty and fashion industry? And the reason why I put that is because so I used to be the ops manager for a cosmetic store, right? And it was just amazing to me how, you know, a lot of these brands don't have shades that match our shade. They literally stop at shit. Let's say Rihanna's color, and they think they doing something for us. And then when they give you a shade, it's ashy. Yeah, and I remember working in working in the store, and it was me and my home girl, and she was a little bit darker than me, but we can like play with the same color. And they used to try to put a light ass shade on us, and be like, "Do you see it match?" And we were like, "Girl, she's ashy as hell." So, how do you feel about that? I because it's so hard to find our. It's hard for me to find my shade. For me, uh, that doesn't come off
2: as ashy. I don't have an issue anymore. I like Kevin Aquan. I love Kevin Aquan. Really yeah, love, him. love, 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 love. All the brown skin girls get that. Because yeah, that is it. Kevin Aquan fit. I like fit. Um, three sixty. I like Sephora. Yeah, I just use concealer. Like, A I lot of people have, love Fenty too.
0: I don't like Fenty. They That no. gave me a as she fail. yeah.
2: But I think I feel like I her nude, color. I
0: haven't... I tried her first one, but I didn't like how yeah, it feel. Yeah, I didn't feel. like the first one. But the second one, they said she reformulated, and they it said it's really good. I should try that one.
2: Yeah. I tried the first one when that one was giving a hype, and I'm like, mm, I yeah. don't think the hype. It's not
0: for me. Yeah. But
2: I would definitely, um... I, I like... I don't really use you no know, extreme makeup, because my skin is, like, regular. Yeah. I like my regular skin, but I like concealer, Sephora... And Kevin Guan, that's
0: the best thing I ever heard. Yeah, that's the best thing I ever came across. I bought Burberry. It, I bought Chanel. But does it deter you when you don't see somebody that look like you from the place that you buying from, like on advertising and stuff? Yeah, it does. I but it's like you almost because me personally, I can't buy from a certain brand because when I go on a website, I don't see nobody look like me, and everybody shops there, but I just can't do it. I, you know what's so funny? I've never been on Kevin's website. Does he have one? You know, I always bought his stuff um in Sephora. Me too. But I'm just really big on, like... I feel like if I don't see anybody that look like me, I, I can't really support them. I agree. Really. Yeah, like, I... But just, I'm not
2: really big on the beauty thing either. Like, I don't...
0: Oh, see, I am. It's like, I'm not really... I just buy the one-two things and buy the one. Yeah, like, I need, And not even this beauty... Just even in the fashion industry, like, I need to see yes. people that look like me, like... I, i'm glad that we touch base on that mm-hmm. when we're
2: talking about fashion i don't like that when there's the image of the black girl it's that one image
0: the bald-headed yeah bony, and African, black girls slim. come in many different shades. and it's like we come in so many different and why we gotta shades. put emphasis on the dark skin bald-headed girl like, right. why we can't put emphasis on the brown skin girl right with straight hair like it's just right. so many different it's so
2: many like,
0: dark skin and bald-headed or mixed yeah <laughs> There's no There's nothing else like right. well, can we
2: have a little bit of something for me like I don't see me
0: right well, and like that is
2: frustrating that is something I don't like like when I, I I watch a lot of models and stuff when I see stuff like that it's like wow they just want people like like they want to create their own image out of you right you. Like, we are our own oh this is
0: what they think diversity means right yeah it's just fucking annoying um what about working like how has your skin your skin color play a, Play a difference or impact in your workplace environment.
2: I feel like the same, like as I would say with like um men, like engaging in like friendships and relationships and stuff, like pretty much the same how society. Mm-hmm. So I'll be at work and I get the same thing. Like if people think I'm too passionate, do you feel
0: like you get overlooked? Yeah, but do you think it has something to do with your race? Or yeah, the color of your skin, shall I say? Um. In this job, I would say so. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. like people just treat you a certain type of way. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, like it's almost like you walk in and you're in a box. Mm-hmm. Like you're already boxed off to be a certain type person. And it's like you kind of know that you're in a box. You can feel that you're in a box. You're treated that way. So Why do like,
0: you think we still think this way?
2: Because it, that's what it is. Nothing has changed, and it's like people speak on it as if speaking on it would make it change but there's no real action there's no real change there's nothing really happening because of
0: right.
2: that. like one time i was at my last job i had a meeting and in the meeting i was talking to like one of the head bosses and she was like wow you're very artic- art- articulate articulate yeah I what's and she said it like three times and i was like i'm offended
0: <laughs> right at the last time i'm like wow i'm offended right did you not expect me to be articulate Right. Well, that's just like when I tell people I have an MBA. You have an MBA, and oh, I'm not supposed to have an MBA. Can I not get it? <laughs> like, can I not get it? They're a not degree? to me. They're right. Not open? Like they oh. stop with you. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel about it. Um. Uh, let's talk about relationships. So what about friendships? Because I know you want to talk touch on that. Friendships and relationships with men. I mean, I remember this one situation I was in college, and this guy was like dming me well, this is on facebook so he was like messaging me and stuff and then when we finally met up he was like oh i didn't want to um i didn't want to talk to you i got you confused with your your uh friend and my friend is light-skinned and he's like i don't really talk to dark-skinned girls and i was just looking like when they gotta talk to you i just wanted a free meal right <laughs> but i was thinking like no yeah i've had like niggas are mad fucking rude
2: I've had many weird experiences with dudes, even when it comes down to, like, um, how how people just treat you overall. Like,
0: right.
2: dudes come to me and, like... What was your worst, like, your
0: worst weird experience with a dude?
2: With a dude? I mean, I've had many weird experiences. Let's think of one that I would say was, like, the worst... I had a situation where I was like I was about to talk to a dude and he was like or maybe like you were looking at someone and they were like oh no I'm looking for your friend mm-hmm. but that to me is not like the worst but it's like wow like if you're looking at somebody right. and you just having thoughts in your head already then it's like right. oh okay he ain't even checking for you honey and then your friend play him it's like ah stupid <laughs> <laughs> but I've also had uh, many situations where like guys just treat me differently I feel like because I'm dark skinned they try to like over sexualize me
0: Mm, what do you mean?
2: Like, I feel like I don't know. I I really think that it's because um, I don't know if I want to say, is it my character or is it my skin tone? I'm so confused. But either one plays a role, mm-hmm. and I feel like um because I'm dark skin, like they'll just try to approach you with sex more or try to mm. um. I heard that before. Yeah, like. Like as to where you would try to wine and dine a light skinned chick or try to do certain type of things, you'll just try to come to me like, Oh, try to half ass me.
0: Right. I've had
2: that happen before and I'm just looking like, What the fuck did you think was going on here?
0: Right. <laughs> Nothing changeable. And you feel like it's because of the color of your skin. Yeah,
2: I feel like so I feel like guys really over- even like outside.
0: When we walk in a guy try to talk to me, oh like, damn your chocolate ass, I'll do this. <laughs> What's some advice you wanna to give to our dark-skinned sisters out there? Cause I feel like it's a lot of dark-skinned women that are like, still a little uncomfortable, uncomfortable with the skin they're in. Yes.
2: Um. For me, all I can really say is self-love. You really have to learn to love yourself. You gotta look in the mirror and see that's something that really comes from within even when it comes down to things like depression anxiety and all this, it's really about yourself Mm -hmm. you have to be mentally strong you have to love yourself because if you don't love yourself and you're looking for love from someone else it's not gonna happen you need to love yourself and be able to trust what you see because I feel like too many times we don't trust what we see and that's why we look for the okay or what do you mean by trust what you see like you know Trust what you see. Have confidence in you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll know that, like, hey, I'm beautiful. I am. This is what I am. I'm enough. And then you'll turn on the TV like, damn, maybe I should should do this. Or maybe that's not enough. Maybe I should get a little more titties, a little more ass. And it's like, you have to trust that you're enough. Trust that you are enough for you. Like, once you're enough for you, you're going to be enough. Period. Right. And you won't be going outside looking to try and accommodate anybody. And you'll come out stronger. You'll be that strong black woman that you're supposed to be. Because deep down inside, you love you because you trust you.
0: Right. And last but not least, what's some advice you would give to our light-skinned sisters out there that don't understand where we're coming from with this topic? Talk to more of your dark-skinned homegirls, you know.
2: Have, have more open-ended conversations, I would say. Because... I think it's the same on both both lanes like i'm sure like i know i have light-skinned friends so there are things that light-skinned girls go through that they feel like dark-skinned girls don't understand or they feel like they have been um you know there's colorism with them because dark-skinned girls have been aggressive to them so i think that there needs to be an open-ended conversation between both groups and like where we could just kind of like put things on the table and just hash it out because it's no need well, what to they have a But wouldn't it be fair if harbour? we
0: hash it out? Because, like, we're not speaking for all dark-skinned girls. And no. they can't speak for all light-skinned girls, you
2: know? No, but for the for the few that have or for the group that feel like there is that issue or that is that colorism coming along, the only way to get over it is to work through it. Right. So to work through it would be to come to the table together and just hash it out. Cause that's a positive thing, though. You hashing out, like, I'm giving you my ideas. Uh, I, you're taking person. it. In. Yeah. It don't have to be an argument. It's more so of, like, hey... This was my experience with you. When I was around you, this is how... We we both could be together and have two different experiences. Yeah. So all I want to do is explain my experience with you. How I experienced life being around you or being here and being... And then you come and tell me. Sometimes you don't know. I had to talk to a lot of my friends and be like, yo, damn... Now, you're right. I didn't see that. Even with that, when I'm saying we're over I have light-skinned like homegirls that feel like they're over-sexualized. Like, every time they can see them, they feel like, oh, well, it's about it's time for sex. Or, yeah, she's going to give it up. Or da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, we could compare right there. It's so many things. If we talk about it, we'll see that we have a lot more in common
0: yeah. than
2: to really have the even color. You'll be like, damn, why do we even have colorism? Like, we have so much, way too much. We are right. black people as a whole. We have just too much in common to even have this thing so thick riding in between us.
0: Right. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, if anything, if you haven't, if you gain gained anything from this episode, just make sure you don't tell dark-skinned woman that she is pretty for a dark-skinned woman, because that just would get Just call beautiful. Yeah, just call it beautiful. Call it pretty. Call it sexy. Okay. But don't call it pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me at hello at theprofessionalhomegirl.com. And until next time, guys, later. I like that. (laughs) It's brand new season two.